everyone so uh, we've got our uh, commissioner muted in the background tonight and uh, joining us is four time four time champion mr sean douglas how are you sean i'm very well thanks craig how are you yeah i'm i'm not too bad but yeah you're uh, you're building a wee uh, ring shot for yourself there aren't you i know i'm, I'm gonna run out of fingers soon you know come on guys well, you know, I, I was just, you know, four, four out of ten, man. Is it some, some would say that you're uh, making a mockery of what is a very active uh, school. Obviously not a very good school, but uh, a very active school nonetheless. Well, I would I would say that, I don't know, sometimes it's, sometimes it is perhaps ability and sometimes it is just luck, though. I think this season is probably an indication of the latter, really, because, uh, well, uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll go into that, but, um, yeah, let's just say it, it's been a surprising season, I think, uh, in, in a variety of ways for everyone. Well, I mean, but we are, that, that's, that is where we're going to go, and, I, you know, I've got to say, of, of every time, you know, the four wins, the four wins that have came around, I'm going to go with every single one of them. About halfway through the season, you were giving up, and you were ready to chuck it, and you were ready to start chucking in, you know, and a wee trade, you got that wee trade that just gave you the wee boost to get you going, and a couple of wins, and you kept and you persevered with it, and you ended up champion at the end. I don't think you've ever, like, done it from top of the shop all the way type thing. I, I think this is, I think that's maybe the difference this year, is that I think sometimes... I'm 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 a bit of an all or nothing sort of personality anyway, so I think that um, usually it's sort of a case of look at the record sort of partway through the season, think is there enough, and then sort of you know either sell buy or sell. Whereas this this season, though, I think was different actually, because well, it was the greatest one in the world. There was nothing to sell. There, the, I, 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 there was a spell where I did put Derek Henry up on the sort of block, but he was the only I, I, I couldn't really give up chase. So it was like well. There was, there was nothing really to sort of give away. And uh, I mean, the, the North is quite a competitive division and I didn't want to sort of just uh, tumble to the bottom, um, you know, like and, and, and embarrass myself. Um, so I don't know. I, 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 I'm still surprised, never mind that, you know, I've, I've won or got as far as I did in the playoffs. I'm, I'm still surprised, actually, that given the level of talent in the North, that actually all of the teams got through just because I thought that one would have sort of lost out due to the, due to the level of competition. And I think that's a testament to the, to the quality around the league generally, because I think there's, it's now very hard to, to sort of like make up. If, if you start falling away, it's very hard to make it up. But also it means that this year, there wasn't any teams that really fell away apart from a couple who who made it clear that their focus is next year. So, um, yeah, I, I think the league's been particularly strong this year. I mean, it's got to be said as well. You know, I, I mean, Henry and Chase were your two players, as you're saying. They're, they're, they've been your two superstars that you've had in your team this year, you know, all year. But neither of them have overly performed. You know, I mean, they've had their weeks. Mm. But they've, they've not been great this year, neither neither of them really. That's not who you've won and lost. You know, it's your mm. LGF, drafting LGF, what a pick. But it, it's it's the way you've kind of played the market, the way you've played the agency and stuff. And it's, this, you know, every one of those wins, you're, you're opening my eyes to how you can play fantasy football, I've got to say, and that's a compliment. Oh, great, thank you. Um, I, th- I think really... It- 
See, well, see when we were drafting, right? See when we were drafting and you're we're making the picks and you're getting down to the bottom ends, your 14th, 15th pick, you're looking for that. Oh, who's that going to be that guy that might win me at the playoffs? Not get me there, but win me them. Not nowhere in your life or in your nelly said Joe Flacco was going to be that guy. Nobody. Well, no, nobody. I, I mean, know. I, I mean, I've, I've got my, I've got my sort of uh, my draft board up on the sort of on the other screen, and I mean, when you look at it, my first pick after those two was was uh, after after Chase and Henry was um was Perrine in Denver, which was a bit of a disaster. That was my only other. That was my sixth round pick, and then after that, the next one was Algier, who was the only guy who lasted the entire season apart from Chase and Henry. After yeah. that, it's it's a bit of a with the greatest of respect to to some of the. There's a couple of ones who you know really sort of um, like played played valuable parts, but there's a lot of bums on that list as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm looking at you, Sky Moore in particular. <laughs> and that's but you know that's the thing. It's I mean Joe Flacco taking you to the Super Bowl. You know who taking you to the title? Who would have thought? You know, and you know you picked him up at the right time when no one else. Took the stab at it. You went. You picked him up, and he's, you know, he's taking you, taking you to the ball. Well, I, I must admit that actually, I, I wasn't really thinking of taking him, because um, I mean, doing so sort of goes against one of my, um, one of my cardinal rules, which is try to play as few Jets or Browns players as humanly possible <laughs> at all times. Yeah, um, cool. ha- however, um, <laughs> it, it was it was during a chat between uh, myself and, and your good friend, Mr. Baxter, that um, that uh, he sort of, you know, we're talking about the, the, the quarterback situation, particularly given the fact that, um, yeah, my, mine was, uh, once Kirk Cousins went down, was in flux. And uh, yeah. he, he sort of, you know, was like, maybe Flacco would be one. And I was like, well, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it could have been very, very different if he'd pulled the trigger himself. And uh, I mean, in, in the end, it sort of has worked out uh, f- for me. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, as I say, I'm, I'm really surprised that, uh, that it's paid off quite as well as it has. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's almost, what, 27 of your point. Only two two of your players got double figures in the final, you know. I mean, mm. and it, it's testament to as well. There we go. Thank you, Johnny. It's testament to the the game is. Yeah, I mean, you only need to beat the team in front of you. That eighty two point eight six was the eleventh best score of the, mm. the the week in in the league, you know. And I'm pretty sure a few didn't even look at their teams, you know. And it's uh, you know, it's you only need to beat the team in front of you. And of course, when the team in front of you start Matt Stafford over Geno Smith and cost themselves uh, seven points in a four-point game, I, th- I think this is one of the things, though, which which I always think that like you can sort of look at the list, and I I, I would have in that position done exactly the same thing as 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 you know exactly the same thing really, and yeah. I just think it's desperately unlucky because you can I, I mean on paper. There's absolutely no way that I should have won that contest. I mean, look look at the caliber of players. I mean, Stafford, Sanders, Herbert, Cup, uh, St. Brown. You know, like if you if you pretty much compare line by line, there's not many sort of where you think, oh, you know, that, you know, the the factory has the better play. You know, Tartan Bears is is clearly the the better team talent wise. Absolutely, it, it is. There is, and I don't think anyone really wants to admit it, there is definitely an element of just luck because once it's once the game start, it is completely out of your hands. Well, it's any given Sunday, Anna, and and that's exactly the thing. You know, you're getting towards <clears throat> back end of the season, 
you know, you, the the guys who got you there aren't necessarily the guys who are going to win. You, you know, the players drop off. I mean, looking at my team, you know, Barclay, Jacobs, Taylor ran amok all season long. And then we step into the playoffs and Bartlett falls off and Taylor's no playing and, you know, and, and Jacobs disappears and it all goes to pot and you look. And that's it, that, you know, the guys who get you there aren't necessarily the guys who win you the uh, ball, the, the, the ball and you've got to have the courage of your convictions to sometimes drop them and go a different route, you know? Yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, I think it's it it's it's definitely always a case of like, yeah, it it, it always feels a bit risky, doesn't it? I mean, um, like, I mean, for example, just just looking at the sort of looking at the the, the, the teams, um, and you sort of see the options that um, on, on on the bench. I mean, it, it I think also to have Mosa out that week was was really unfortunate for for Joe. Um, yeah, all boys. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, again, like I, I, the only reason I got as far as I did is because of, of of injuries, particularly in the semi-final as well. I think um, that was even more pronounced than 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 in the final. But um, yeah, I, I feel incredibly, um, you know, it's it's desperately unlucky for Joe because I think he probably, um, yeah, I mean, if he had have went back to back, he certainly would have uh, certainly would have earned it. Absolutely, that's and you know, but. <clears throat> As you say, losing Mostart was uh, was horrible, and and like you say, I mean, you, you play Stafford against the New York Giants over Smith against the Pittsburgh Steelers, all mm-hmm. you know, all day long, especially in Pittsburgh as well. Oh no, it's in Seattle, but still, you you play, you do play Stafford, but why even give yourself that question mark? <laughs> why have them sitting on the bench? This is my pet hate here. Uh, you see, well. I don't know, because I, I I heard you say that in a in a previous uh, in a previous episode, and I, maybe I'm small and you know small minded, but if I have them, it means someone else doesn't, and that is okay, sort of my that, view. That, I mean, because to be honest, that 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 was actually my sort of view with um with with uh, with Joe Flacco, because at the time I had uh, I, it I, I chop and change my team that much, I can't even remember who my 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 callback was a few weeks ago which is probably not great but um and and then if you have them it means someone else doesn't i guess that's 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 sort of my my view of it it's maybe not the nicest way to play it but i, I guess yeah. we're all in it to win it right I, I hear where you're coming from and okay fair enough that's fine I, especially at this stage of the season you know you lock up a few to and and maybe you know and maybe Joe did look at your team and think, oh, do you know what? Maybe he doesn't want to go with Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is, uh, he's got him here, but maybe once and maybe he went and picked one or two of them up. But uh, certainly, he was holding them away from you. Yeah, yeah well, you I, your team a couple of weeks ago, so yeah, you had to go. You had to pivot from that. That's for sure. I, I mean, yeah, I've I've just brought up my my depth chart from a few weeks ago, and it was uh, and it was um, Josh Dobbs and Sam Howell who. I mean, yeah, the, and neither of them even played by sort of you know week seventeen. So no, no. I, I think this is it. I, I think that sometimes it is just you know like sort of just it, it's out it's out of one's control. Really, it, you have to just do something. And as I say, I, I feel like this season has really just been has definitely been a bit of luck. I mean, I, uh, you've picked yeah. the right players in the right games at the right times and you've got the wins where you've had to get the wins. And that's, as you know, that's how you play fantasy football. That's how you win at fantasy football. doesn't matter if you top score every week. You don't need to top score every week. You just need to beat the team you're playing. 
Well, I, I think one league that I, you know, I, I'm not sure if it's one that anyone really normally pays attention to, but if if when you go on the sort of the home, the sort of like the league sort of homepage, and you sort of look at the sort of the divisional standings, obviously, but then when you look at the coach ones, I guess that's, you know, that's that's one thing which does indicate whether you've sort of left points on the bench. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, like, so me and um, me and uh, Joe were in the top five for that in in respect to sort of didn't leave many on the bench all season. But I think I, that's I think that's just one of those things where again it it, it is there is an element of of, of luck to it, um, you know, uh, because uh, yeah, I mean, again, so, sometimes it's it's really obvious who you should play. But then I think there's teams like like yourself, um, like your own, and uh, and like Stevens. Um, that really, when you sort of think about the the sheer number of options, um, it it can be really almost paralysing in a way because you've got so much talent there, and it's sort of like who who actually makes the cut. Whereas if you've got nothing, uh, well, I mean, I don't mean to be funny, but if 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 you don't have as much, perhaps, um, then I guess it's sort of you, you you know it's sort of chosen for you. Yeah, but at the same time, when you've not got much, you tend to have. Optionally, not much. Much like you know, when with Doug with his receive uh, with his running backs this year, you know, he kind of had Hubbard when Sanders still kicking about, and he had uh, Spears from uh, you know Henry's backup, and he had someone else as well. It was a bit of a backup, but got points every now and then, and he had always had to choose kind of two from the three. And sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong in that sense too, you know. Yeah. So. I mean, you can very much, and as you say, you know, top five for top five, both of you and the coach makes perfect sense. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, yeah, so I, I had a lot about, you know, kind of, I had Achan on the bench the week that he absolutely bust out, so that kind of screws me in that league right <laughs> off the bat. He had about forty odd points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, as I say, I think this this entire season has been. I think people have because uh, the way I always sort of think about it is you either need to be like really good at drafting um or you really need to be quite sharp with the with the um agency and and sort of trades um if you if you sort of want to win but i think that really everyone's been i mean yeah there's no one who's had an absolute sort of stinker as i say apart from people who have sort of decided you know what i'd rather focus on on next season and, yeah, and that's fair enough um yeah i mean when you when you look at the i mean i, I was really there, there was a spell where i was concerned like am i even going to make the playoffs when it was sort of you know squeaked in uh eight, eight and six and i mean you know there, there were teams who finished seven and seven who, who didn't make it um and it's yeah. it's just i mean yeah like and then on uh, other sean yeah. for example winning six in a row to sort of you know come but get the ninth seed, you sort of think, oh God, desperately unlucky. Um, it's just been one of those seasons where there's, it's just been so, so, so tight. Um, it, it was harsh for yeah. the other Sean, wasn't it? And I, I know he's got first pick next year and he got any one the consolations and all that. But I'm, I'm, uh, I'm out with him next Friday night for uh, the old mm. our groups night out. And uh, I'm going to be ripping into him a bit for that road no making it and then going on to win. I mean, he would have won the, the playoffs in a heartbeat with scoring, you know. Well, I, I mean, again, just look at the look at the quality there. I mean, I, I think that some, you know, obviously it's it's always interesting seeing who wins the sort of championship one. But I always find the consolation one really because there's usually one or two teams who are like sort of who could have probably been contenders in the championship one. And I yeah. think this year, 
there, there, there were probably a few realistically, weren't there? I mean, I mean, definitely. I mean, when you look at that team, you can definitely say that 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 Sean would have been competitive in the in the championship one as well. Hundred percent, you know. I mean, it's uh, and you know, six. What was it? Six wins in a row to, to get to seven and seven was just uh, was a crazy run, and and you know, you can see why the players all came into form and, and they continued in their form. You know, once they got kind of uh, Deontay Johnson back when he missed the first kind of four weeks or whatever, that's when he really started kicking in and started winning some games. You know, and you know, White was pretty poor at the start, but really ran into it. Allen was up and down, but always scoring well all season long for him. And Elliot, of course, at the back end of the season come in. So, yeah, I mean, Sean must be a bit gutted, but at the same time, let's see what he can do with the first pick next, the first pick next year, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I always find it interesting as well to see, like, which teams have made how many moves and which teams have, you know, like... And there's some some teams who've, who make a lot of trades, make a lot of moves, you know, like an agency and stuff like that. And then when you look at it, though, Sean actually was... You know, he, he made few. Uh, only one team made fewer moves than him, and yeah. you just sort of think like it's, it, it, yeah, it, it's really interesting to see everyone's approach. I know that some people find the whole trading thing just a bit sort of, you know, a, a, a bit mad. And to be honest, uh, yeah, it sort of is. But um, yeah, I, I, I think yeah, if you can draft well, then you've you've always got a pretty decent shot. Um, yeah, I mean, when you when you look at the sort of the team manager sort of tab under the league thing, and it sort of tells you, yeah, the number of trades, and you just sort of see that, and it's just it's really interesting to sort of see, like, yeah, just some people five trades, a lot of people zero. Yeah, I mean, it's that's the thing things, that yeah. are, there are a lot of people that just don't get involved, and that's you know that that's uh, that that's kind of the way they play. You know, it's 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 kind of you want to, and I, and I get that way a little bit as well, where you do want to get something. But you don't want to give up what you need to give up to get that. Yeah. So you, kind of, you end up in that flux where you never do anything because you always think, no, no, I don't, I, I want more for him or I want more for that one. Or, and mm-hmm. it's not until you're really selling out or going mental to, to try and get there that, you know, you really push on and go for it. And that's why I think a lot of people are kind of less active than others. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that as well. Uh, not, no, not that, not that you're saying that either. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just it's, it, as I say, I just find it really interesting to see the different ways that sort of teams uh, that you know well, guys it. just sort of yeah, uh, yeah, uh, pro- no, absolutely. Yeah. And everyone um, plays the game differently, and it's yeah. uh, you know, well, I think, and... yeah. I, I mean, I think next season is going to be a, a prime example of that because I mean, well, I, I don't think the North is going to have four teams in the playoffs next season. Let's put it that way. Well, no, that wouldn't happen again. Yeah. That was that was an anomaly this year, and it really and it, it was four. It was four decent teams. I mean, I know Doug traded into that little bit. I went and picked up a quarterback. But by the way, Doug was very quick to point out that. Well, quick to point out the studying that this boy does just to try and get one over on me. You know, <laughs> so he actually went back. Right, what he has done, and if he's done it this year, I'm sure he's done it pretty much every year, and it's just worked this year for him. But he has went all the way back to when I picked up Jordan Love and he's done the math of I kept Jordan Love every single week. And if I kept Jordan Love instead of uh, trading for Dak Prescott, I would be sitting here champion today. And that's uh, that's his mathematical fact. He's went back and he's done the math on it. And apparently that's the case. that I would be the champion today if I didn't do that trade. So, 
I mean, yeah, I, I guess this, I guess this is a thing where people make moves, and at times, I guess everything's sort of clear in hindsight. I mean, for example, the one with Mahomes and Goff, which, by the way, I, I didn't actually think was that bad. A trade. Oh, come on. I mean, well, I mean, Goff was Goff has what he's he's got Gibbs to throw. He's got St. Brown. He's got um... that's not the point. That's not the thing. No, but if we're, if we're talking about it, I said I trade. We're talking about trading draft spots, right? Goff for ninth. Mm. Goff will go in the ninth round and you know tenth round and a lot of drafts. So fair enough, you know, Goff for a ninth. That's fine. You show me the draft that Patrick Mahomes went in the seventh round, and I'll call you a liar. Well, I, I mean. I, I can't disagree, perhaps there that it's you know I, if if I you get Patrick Mahomes for a seventh round pack, come on. Yeah, I mean this this season he, he was one of Mark's keepers. I've just realised, but um, yeah, look, I, I, I guess this I, I, it's yeah, one of those. I, I think it's just one of those ones. Well. Where I, I could sort of understand. I, I would have, if I was in Mark's position, I would have maybe asked for more. But I can understand why he did it. So can I, I can completely understand why he did it and I, I get why he did it and he was disillusioned with how badly Mahomes was playing as well. And, you know, he's had Mahomes for a long time. It's not like, you know, he's been in and out. Him and Douglas swapped over Mahomes a couple of times now, you know. Yeah. But, um, I, I get why he done it. I, I completely understand why he done it. But, oh, that's exactly my point. As I said, you, you know, you could have got much more. But then Doug wasn't prepared to give up that much more. And that's the flip side of it as well. And we can't forget that point too, you know. Mark was wanting to move on. Mark wasn't enamoured with Mahomes. He had other options on his bench. And mm. Doug wasn't really willing to give up much more. So in that sense, I can I can feel it as well, you know. I mean, I'm not saying... No trade's it's... a bad trade, Sean. But, you know, you make a trade... Unless it's a specific... Unless it's a specific collusion trade, which it absolutely was not, and I'm never that is not absolutely no way. But every trade has its pro, you know, everyone has their own view on a trade. I've made a few trades before and people have looked at me, I mean, what the fuck are you doing? You know, <laughs> I mean, our very own commissioner this year gave up a third and a fourth for tour, but he had every you know, the, the reason he that he was in it at the time. And he thought Tua was one that could get him over the line. And Sean wasn't for budging. So he had mm. to give up what he had to give up. No one had traded before. So I get it. I mean, hindsight shows he well overpaid. Well, I, I, I think this is, I think it's just people will do what they're going to do. And everyone, as, again, everyone's got their own approach. I, I think also, though, as well, I, I, you know, we're, we're talking about like Doug only being prepared to give up so much. I mean, is that not. Douglas Baxter to an absolute T. The man, oh, the man sets me. his lines and he will not break them, which, and, you know what? It's not even that. He then sells the ice to the Eskimos as to how much, <laughs> how he is worth the seventh round pick, you know, and yeah. at, at that stage and blah, blah. And that's how he would have sold it. Oh, Mahomes has been awful. You know, well, you know what he's like. You, you've been in many a trade deal with him when he, when, when all of us... Well, sudden, actually not that many, just because he's sort of... Giving them up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to say, actually, not that many, just because I'm sort of like, God, like, I'm, I'm not sure I can sort of live with this. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, no, I mean, when when you look at the, uh, yeah, when you look at sort of how it's all played out, it's, it's yeah, uh, it, it, it's been such an interesting season. And you look at the scores and, um, I mean, yeah, like if, if we were to sort of break down each each game, which I'm not, you know, which which we may well do, um, you know, uh, I, I think I think yeah, it's been a cracking season, and um, yeah, there's been a lot of things to sort of pick over and um, 
Yeah, 100%. Um, I, it's mm. been so, and it's been back and forward as well, all the way. I mean, the one constant's been the north just pummeling everyone, but you know, I mean, it, it's, it's just everyone's kind of had a story this year, you know, like kind of Grote had his story where he had the draft packs and he drafted well with them, and then he started trading up for it as well. And he properly mm. put together an absolute dream team there that kind of just fell apart at the end, you know, poor Jalen Hurts kind of fell away a bit, you know, and he, he had too many options. Stefan Diggs, I mean, what does Diggs been like? Well, I, I mean, I'm, I've, I've got his sort of depth chart up and, you know, you sort of see the bench and he's got, you know, he's, he's got, um, he's got, he Walker, he's, got he's, he's got Javante Williams, he's got, uh, I mean, he's, he's got Diggs, Metcalf, uh, um, Devontae Smith, Kyle Pitt, you know, it, it's a bit of an all star cast, but yeah, again, it's just desperately, desperately unlucky, I guess. It, it um, didn't perform. I mean, you, you can see why he picked up every single one of those players, and he paid quite, I mean, he paid Graham the third for uh, Eckler, you know, and at the time I thought, Graham, why are you only getting a third for Eckler? Are you kidding? But he has not performed, you know, to the point where he won't be a great keeper next year, that's for sure. I think now, I mean, I, I guess, yeah, like, obviously, the season's just finished. But, I mean, now, when I sort of go on the website, it's sort of like, you know, now's, now you can sort of pick your two keepers for next season. And I think it's really, in, I, I always find it really interesting to sort of try and sort of guess who people are going to keep. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I think on a lot of teams, you can probably see. But there are definitely teams where you're like, hmm, that's going to be a real real tricky uh, decision um, to make. So, and there's yeah. always the surprise ones as well, like uh, the other Sean uh, chucking in uh, Alexander Madison this year, that was his keeper. <laughs> I, I mean, I understood the logic for that. Um, it just... Didn't yeah, I'm glad someone did. Go. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I guess this is the thing as well, is that you never know who's going to be around, you know, That's and because you don't know who people are definitely going to keep, you, if there is someone who you're like, I'm not sure, then you, you're just not sure who else is going to be there. Like, for example, if, 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 I mean, last, last season I had quite a few decent options and it was sort of like, well, you know, I, I knew that if I don't pick that person, I'm, I'm not going to get them again. Just yeah, that, I had no yeah. picks. So, um, so yeah, it's it's a difficult decision, and I think it'll be interesting to see which which teams keep which which guys. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I had options last year. I've got options this year if they if they're all coming back kind of thing. You know, I've still got Jacob sitting there. I've still got Barkley. I've still got H Chan who's going to come on much much better. Uh, you would think in year two, and I've still got. Uh, Taylor, who's signed on a mega deal, you know, at Indianapolis, so he's going to be back next year. So, I mean, I've got options there, I've got to say. But, yeah, and, and there are many, many teams that have got, you know, even Michael, who, I, correct, I'm not sure he'd done any trades at all, did he, Michael? <clears throat> uh, and he's uh, on in a prayer, you know. But, as always, uh, running through the, the regular season, you know, and uh, 114 points in the final week uh, as, he, as he beat... Uh, Grote for a uh, fifth place, you know, he he uh, beat Grote for fifth place, but his team's been flying all season long, and I'm not sure he traded for any of them. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah, it, like, um, I'm just having a look now. He made zero trades, yeah, Michael made zero trades, so, um, you know, I mean, and, that's and, and, and again, this, this is it. I mean, some people are just really, really good at drafting, like, I mean. To have to have a, a situation where you've got, um, you know, where you've got Etienne, Mixon, 
you know, Connor Hopkins, Olave. Yeah, it's like bloody and Hawk, and Hawkinson. It's like wow, like fair play to 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 Michael for for absolutely for building that one. Yeah, took the took the swing with Stroud at quarterback, you know, and it's paid off dividends. And it's, yeah, I mean, uh, hat, hats off to him, you know. And that's how Michael tends to play, and he's always there at the end of the season. It just yeah. always falls in the playoffs, unfortunately for him. But one of these years, he's going to go all the way. Well, yeah, I mean, again, sort of, uh, I'm just sort of thinking of, you know, you sort of look at the, the there's certain teams who just have a, a an almost absurd amount of sort of, you know, Graham uh, Hyde and Zeke with, you know, there's only two picks in the second half of the draft, one the eighth and one in the 14th. Like, you sort of yeah. see some of the teams and you just think, wow, that they should have a lot of really, really good players. And, and that almost certainly will be the case. But then again, it's that sort of case of you can only play so many. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how, how people sort of approach it. Um, he's over the moon, Graham, with that, because he's always in Zanty when the draft's been done. He's, it's a week, he's always on holiday, so he says, I can get it done nice and, <laughs> nice and I can go and get absolutely pummeled. <laughs> <laughs> so he's over him in there. It's because usually he's half can by the time you know he's always can by the time it's over. At least he can kind of come in semi sober, <laughs> get it done and go out. Yeah, but yeah, it would be rude to not. Uh, but we've went to the fifth and fifth place game, so it'd be rude not to mention the third place game where uh, Mister Baxter did uh, knock off his bosom buddy, coping badly jets. And uh, for finished third place, you know, I mean, it, it was just a typical Baxter score, eighty-one points all season long. He's been winning games with eighty-one points. No, he's... it's it, again, it's it's another one where you look at the T, you look at like the two squads, and if I mean, yeah, I, I think realistically, I would have expected Doug to have won that contest, but you, I think it was almost as much down to, to Mark's team having a bit of a bad day rather than Doug's team playing particularly well. I mean, again, going back to Mahomes, like his performance hasn't really been what anyone would have expected. Kelsey has been disappointing as well, uh, and particularly when it sort of has really? mattered. Um, but, you know, uh, I mean, a, a team that still has uh, David Montgomery, A.G. Brown, um, uh, okay, yeah, fine. Like, yeah, even Chubba, Chubba Hubbard, um, it, it's a team, and and yeah, Terry Terry McLaurin. You sort of think, okay, there's there's definitely some potential there. You look at the bench where there's uh, sort of Jalen Warren, um, Spears in 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 Tennessee, and Smith and Jeeber and Kyler Murray. I mean, that's that's a pretty good bench uh, to have. It's and, a lot of options. Yeah, it's it's a lot of options, and I think the one thing Mark has been, I think, a little. A bit unlucky in that, um, I mean, yeah, he's he's lost by twenty points there, so you can't say that it's sort of it's, you know, it's it's just down to sort of one player. It's a lot of players there are a bit, a little bit boom and bust in terms of Gabe Gabe Davis is uh, Gabe Davis is one well, the ultimate boom and bust man. He's, he's zero or three twenty and nothing in yeah. between. But I mean, I mean, Mark's done so well. Mark has done so so well in the sense of. He gets he. I look at his. I'll. He's another one. I look at his squad and think no chance. Every single season, you know, and every single season he's up there and he's there or thereabouts. He seems to get the absolute best out of what doesn't look very good on paper, you know. 
And it's uh, and it astounds me that I mean it astounds me that he got into the playoffs. It astounds me that he beat me in the quarterfinals. I mean, it totally astounds me, you know. When you look at what he's got there and what can I was sitting in my team at the time, you know. I mean, I, I'm, I've I've just brought up his sort of draft, and so you got um, Bijan Robinson number two. He's, I mean, he's I mean, he's he's been unlucky there that Atlanta have been coached by an idiot all season. Well, yeah. Um, Mahomes is, as we say, is is not really done it. DJ Metcalf is, you know, is the gone as well. I mean, then after that, you, you look at some. You, like I can understand the decisions that he's made. The likes of um, of, of Gabe Davis, the likes of Quinton Johnson. You know, Aaron Rodgers in the ninth round sort of seemed like a good shout, and then it's it's just one of those things where he went down. Like, in fact, his final two picks, Taysom Hill and and Rasheed Rice, like. You know, he's he's made some good picks. Okay. He's, it, it, again, it's just one of those things where I think it's just been a bit unfortunate, perhaps. I com- completely. I mean, it's not a, the drive. It's just kind of, you know, <clears throat> I mean, especially the fact, I mean, he's traded, he traded Metcalf away. Received Rice is gone, you know. He has traded out as well. It was he'd given the season kind of up. And yet he well, still ends up in the playoffs and then he's running all the way to the third place game. You know, I mean, it's just uh, it's testament to how well Mark can play the agency as well and bring in the right guy at the right time. I'm sure he, he'd be one of the most active agency players. I don't know if that's a number that you could see, but I mean, he does go into the agency and pick up the right guys at the right time very often. And you think, what's he doing? And then Boomy hits a big score, you know, so... And it has I mean, been the bus players, like you say. Uh, Shahid being the other one. I mean, Mark made 28 moves um, according to the sort of managers page, which is only right. second to, which is only third, sorry, to to Johnny and to and to Alan. Um, there you go. And yeah, I mean, when I mean, you talk about draft picks. He's actually got you know a sixth and a seventh for next season. You know, so he's yeah, sort of got rid of his eight and ninth. So you know, he's he's yeah. I mean, Mark, Mark's. Yeah, I'm sure that, um, yeah, like uh, there's certain players who you just expect to sort of be there every, and, you know, there's, there's, there's certain players who you expect to sort of be there every year and I think Mark will sort of be decent again next year as well, yeah. Do, do you want to know my, my uh, proper long shot, but I think it's going to happen next year? This was meant to be Grotty's year, right? It was meant to be his year. He had all the picks and he picked very well and it all went to pot. But he's also traded out and he's traded away a lot of picks, you know, so he's going to be down not having me. I think he's going to pull it out the hat next year. I think he's going to be right up there next year. I really do. I think he's going to, uh, from nowhere, because, I've, you know, he's, he's giving away his draft picks. There's my out there one for next year. I think that is going to be extremely hard. I mean, he's got his two keepers. He's got a fifth round, a seventh round, and then that's it in the first half of the draft. He's, you know, he's yeah. got a couple of eights, a couple of three ninths, but um, yeah, it's a hard position to be in. It's it's not easy to sort of, unless you are going to prop a wheel and deal, um, which to be fair, he might, but it's it's hard because there's not really an, normally an, an enormous amount of assets that you can give away unless you just keep on mortgaging the future, which is... Not really, yeah, you can't do that either. Yeah. No, there's no point doing that, but I, I just I think you, I think you'll uh, kind of, I think you'll be the one that drafts all the guys that stay fat and all that, you know. And and you know, it's uh, you'll you, anyone coming out of the draft, kind of, if you're drafting anyone in this league, especially, you'd expect them to play some part of the game, you know, you're expecting to get some touches in the game. And I think he's going to be the one that drafts all the guys that stay fat and you know, maybe come through that aren't expected but push it in, you know. I think that's how it's going to go down. 
well, uh, it, it's an interesting. It, it, it's an interesting opinion, and when you look at sort of the players that he drafted this year, there's there's a few that have question marks on. But really, you, you sort of look at it and you're like, actually, that he, he didn't draft poorly this year or anything. I mean, it, no, he drafted well. I mean, he, he, he built himself a dream team. It just didn't perform in the playoffs. It's that simple. Hmm. You know, too, too many of them underperformed, and too many of them underperformed in the year. You know. Yeah. Big been terrible. Devontae Smith, you know, had a couple of good weeks, but in the main wasn't very good. Pitts, again, a couple of good weeks. He traded in for Metcalf and he maybe got one or two out of maybe seven or eight good ones out of him, you know. Mm. Eckler done absolutely nothing for him. They just they just underperformed every single one of them, and that's harsh. You know, you can afford one or two. But you can't afford them all, can No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's definitely it, really, isn't it? It's yeah. That was his downfall, and then of course we had Sean winning there. We've already discussed Sean winning the uh, the the consolations, and of course Ray Ray lives and dies by McCaffrey. I did try and get McCaffrey off him right at the death, but he wasn't for budging. Like he wasn't for budging at all. Well, I mean. I think this is it. it. It's the keeper potential with McCaffrey. He's, he's I mean, 100%. he's unlucky that um, he's unlucky that he, you know, didn't that he only got sort of nine points that game. And I mean, th- to not have Amari Cooper start that was a bit of a killer as well. The Dolphins, yeah. actually, you know, you know, evacuating themselves. Like, but um, I mean, yeah, the, the bench had nothing to offer. He, he couldn't really, you know. Nothing that he could have done would have really swung the swung the game. Um, no, so. no, no. I mean, he lost Stevenson as well, which was a bit of a kick. But you know, yeah. I mean, Ray will be back next year, and they'll be back with McCaffrey next year. And you know, if they can just do something, something semi decent in a draft, and he does have second pick, you know, so he is right up there with second pick. Mm. So, uh, you know, every chance that Ray's uh, Ray's challenging next year as well, without a doubt. Any team in McCaffrey, if we can just get a couple of pieces that stay and he's some injuries that Ray's had picked up from time to time have just been awful as well, you know. So we battle up injury wise and and he could be right there. Yeah, I mean I I guess sort of looking at each team, like I, I guess as as we go and we'll sort of talk about each each you know each game, I sort of look at the two teams and I sort of think with Ray you've you've got a situation there where yeah surely you keep McCaffrey, but then I sort of wonder if he what what he does with his second keeper. I I, I don't think I would keep anyone to be honest on that on anyone else on that team. I think I would sort of roll the dice because there's going to be some really good players available um, at the start of the second round. So I think he could could absolutely score there. Um, That's a good position to be in. I think most teams, a lot of teams have a first round pick. You know, kind of one to keep in the first round. So I only see maybe. Four or five teams at the very, very most, not ha- just dropping the lot and starting again, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm the same there. Where we, I would be keeping McCaffrey and nobody else, and just and the, the the players that will be available in the second round. And remember, it's still second pick. He's got the second round. It's not fifteen. Yeah. Well, and and then as well though, we you know, I'm curious as to who Sean keeps, if anyone, because I mean, he's he's got Josh Allen, Zeke Elliott. Um, uh, um, White in in Tampa Bay. I'm not sure if any of those guys are really necessarily worth like sort of certainly the number one pick and probably well, the first pick in the second round either. I'm sort of hmm. 
Josh Allen's the only one that I would even consider. But as you say, you don't pick him up. You you drop. You, Sean has to wipe the slate, and if he wants to pick up Allen the first round when he sees what else is available, fine, pick him up. But see what else is available first. You know, yeah. don't commit yourself to Allen when you have the open board. See yeah. how many. See how many guys are picking in the first round before your second pick. If there might only be two people behind them, and then he's picking again. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I made this mistake once myself, and and Doug did not let me forget it when I made it. Um, yeah, I, I think if you've got the first overall pick, unless you've got an absolute superstar, unless I think realistically, yeah, I mean, unless you've got someone of that caliber, you, you're probably just better off sort of starting again, to be honest. And then if you if you take a look at the board and you don't like what else is there, you pick them up again. No harm, no foul, you know? It's yeah, exactly. Not, not keeping Allen doesn't mean you're not going to pick Allen 101. It just mm. means you're giving yourself the option. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I, I think both of those teams are in, a, are in a good position to pick up some good players because there's definitely going to be some good ones come into, come into the I think draft. so. I absolutely think so. And, and then... then I, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, just, just looking at the next one, uh, um, I mean... Johnny's obviously got the the third pick. I'm very curious as to as to what um as to what the commissioner does here as well. Because I mean, again, he's 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 got some good players there. Um, looking at the team, you know, he's I mean, obviously yep. he, he paid a lot for Tua. Uh, there's there's Aaron Jones there. There's there's Gibbs in in Detroit. Um, Higgins been very un unplayable. Uh, un- you know, Higgins been a nightmare for him all year. Mm, uh, yeah, I mean. I don't think you would necessarily. I don't know. I mean, would would Pacheco be a one that you would keep? It would be a big risk. But I'm sure that Johnny. I mean, Johnny's another one who is is you know very active and sort of um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very astute at, at picking. So I mean, I'm sure you'll you'll get good value out of that third overall pick. Yeah, no, I mean, I think he'll, he'll, he's going to take. I think he'll keep Gibbs. I think Gibbs is a good option for keeping. When it comes to Pacheco, I think you have to wait and see where the dust settles with him, you know. I mean, you could say, yeah, keep Pacheco, and then they go out and draft a a running back in the first round, you know, and it's like, bye-bye, Pacheco, the same way kind of Clay, you know, CEH and stuff. So, whilst Pacheco is an option, he's not one that you'd be looking at right now and thinking, yeah, you've got to keep him. He's one that you wait and see where that's at, and maybe, you know, as the when we're coming up to the draft, you can see that Pacheco is going to be the lead back for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's when you consider him as a keeper, you know. Yeah, I mean, looking at that, looking at that, um, you know, the 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 game between but uh, between Johnny and Ross. I mean, both of those teams scored enough to have won the actual sort of the championship final. So I mean, yeah. there's, there's there's good players on both teams. I, I think um, this is one of those sort of good headaches in a way but I think yeah um to to actually analyze the game a little bit I think uh Johnny sort of hit hit it pretty big with Pacheco and then yeah. the the return of Dallas got all, I mean I think he's a really really if he when he's healthy I think he's a really really good fantasy tight end so that's 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 a good one to sort of have um off the bench because I think sort of his other option was um was free almost in uh, in in Pittsburgh yeah he's not really done much so I think um I mean, yeah, Johnny's team there. When you look at it, you're like, that's that's. I mean, yeah, that's that's a pretty good team. You you would think that would be competing in the championship playoffs, not in the sort of consolation ones, unfortunately. 
I mean, he got really unlucky. He traded for Thielen from Thielen was doing going really well. And the minute he hit Johnny's team, he just fell off the cliff, you know, which mm. was unfortunate. He, he lost Fryermuth to injury and Goddard at the same time, you know, and yeah. they were both out at the same time, which is always harsh. Higgins has been in and out all season long, you know. It has been very unlucky this year, it has to be said. But yeah. so is Ross, by the way, and, and you know, he lost, but he was on the run. He was going to make the playoffs. He was going so well. And then he lost Burrow and Andrews pretty much the same time. And I don't mm. think he's won a game since. I mean, Andrews is, I was going to say, he's, he's the probably the best tight end after Kelsey. I mean, this season, he, you know, he's got to be in contention to have been one of the, you know, he, I guess this season hasn't been as, as, as big a scoring one. No. And as, you no, know, I mean, but. By the same token, you know he's 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 still probably better than most other options that people have. So and, and that's yeah. that, it's you know and it's one of those positions where Andrews, even if he's getting you six seven points, I mean that's been a lot of running backs in this. You know that's been a lot of wide receivers in this uh, non PPR format. You know, hmm. so sometimes those six seven points are, are golden. Yeah, and and I think you look at I mean. You look at the rest of his team there. He's he's got Brock Purdy at QB, who obviously has has done a fair amount this season. Um, it was a nice one to bring in for Burrow. To be fair, you know it was good yeah. that he had Purdy on the bench there when Burrow went down. I mean, Pittman's hit a thousand yards for Indianapolis. Debo yep. Samuel in that Forty Nine ers offense. Um, James Cook's started to come along since since Buffalo have made the change, and Deontay Swift was part of a. a Eagles squad that was flying at one point and I was sort of stuttering. Uh, again, it, it's another team where there's there's a lot of good players there. And again, I think the question is, who do you keep there? And I think that this one's actually a little bit harder, I would maybe say, because I guess in Borough, Andrews, depending on what you think of a maybe someone like I was going to say maybe James Cook, probably not. I think that would be too much. Maybe might be a bit of a gamble, but there's there's players there that you like. You could argue the toss about keeping. I, I mean, I'm I'm you can that you could make. I mean, my big argument for keeping someone is will they be drafted in the first round? Will I see them on my first pick? When it's my first pick, to, will they still be there? And if I think they will still be there on my first pick, then I'm inclined not to keep them. And I looked down Ross's team there, and whilst I like a lot, lot of players, like you say, James Cook, I really do like James Cook, and I think he's going to have a great year next year and, and year after. But would I put him in as a keeper right now? Absolutely not, you know, because I think he won't go to the fifth or sixth round. I think he might go higher than that, but by the same token, I don't think you'll go. Probably, yeah. I don't think you'll go. I don't know. I I don't think you'll be gone by the time that the sort of the 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 what the the twentieth pick comes around. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So for for me, and I'm, I'm maybe not pick, keeping anyone in in a, from Rossi's team. You know, when he's mm-hmm. got what tenth. So what's that? The that's first, second, third. So the fourth pack. He's got the fourth pack. You know. Mm-hmm. So come fourth pack, I'm pretty sure James Cook's still going to be sitting there. If he drops everyone, so I, again for Ross, I'm a chuck it and start again. Yeah, I mean, unless you really, really sold on Cook or Burrow or Andrews, but yeah, I, uh, yeah again, I, I think Andrews is a bit of a tough one because he's a good tight end and 
tight ends are really hard to find. Um, they are, they are. Particularly that, in this league where it's not sort of PPR, where you've got a situation where it is about yardage. You want guys who are going to get the ball a lot. And he probably is one of those guys who, when healthy, you know, is is a one who is going to sort of put points more often than not. So, and he yeah. is a tight end, Andrews. You know, he's not kind of kicking on his 30 and his 30s or anything silly like that. I'm sure he's got, you know, years coming, years left. He will be back next year, I think. And mm. you have to think he'll have a better year than he had this year. So, yeah, I hear what you're saying there. And as you said, that, that the position is an important position. If you can get the right piece in there, it can win you games. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I think being at the start of a draft is, you know, obviously it's disappointing to perhaps be there unless you've sort of, you know, gone in for that. But it's a it's a bit of a fun situation to be in because it is it feels a bit more like there's there's mm-hmm. a lot riding on it. Whereas if you sort of the end of a end of a round you sort of like ah, you you're perhaps more inclined just to keep a keeper who you're sort of not sure on. Hundred percent. That, that's exactly it as well. You know, because and then when you're at that back end and you just see all these cracking players going, and you see what's going to be left by the time you're looking, you're going, oh, I yeah. can't see any of them. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess we should probably move on to the next one, which is yeah. Uh, so yeah. Alan's team had a week and a half. I mean, 137 points. Uh, one on thirteenth place. It's. Uh, I mean that that's just desperately unlucky. I mean, because that is an absolute like everyone you know like is is big hitters really hit big there. You know, yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson, forty five points. I mean, the, the, there are some teams scoring sixty. I mean, he, he you know like between him and Najee Harris, he would have beat a couple. They, those two would have beat uh, two teams just on their own. I mean, yes, yeah. that's, that's mad. You know, um. I mean, he had enough to leave Pierce for 11.8 and the Ravens defence for 10 points on the bench as well. The Texans getting 21, you know, it knocked out the park. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those crazy weeks, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think that's that's a one where actually, um, I mean, Jackson's a... I, I'm always a little reluctant to, to keep a quarterback in, in this league. Um, yeah. yeah, but in, in Jackson and... Possibly even Harris, given that you know Pittsburgh have figured out what to do with themselves to some extent. Um, I, yeah, I, I think there it's it's an interesting one because it's like that one is sort of difficult because it's like, hmm, are any of these guys sort of like could could they be keepers? Like, yeah, um, it's. I mean, I think in this league, outside of Jefferson Chase, you know, the real real top, you know, the top maybe three or four. You know, with in the receivers, I don't think you keep any receiver because it's non PPR. I think the the keepers all come in the running back room, and we all know that the running back running backs have got short careers in the league. You know, so it's that balancing act as well, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, Haj, as you say, Naj, he's flattered to deceive all season long, but then he's just came into the game right at the right time to think, oh, can you keep him for next year? Hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, three of his last, um, sorry, actually, I mean, going back to week, if, if you if you were to go back to week seven, I mean. When you made the change, like, uh, offensive coordinator, that's when it really kicked in. Yeah, I mean, since then, he's had five weeks where he scored double digits, five weeks where he scored, scored single digits. And, I mean, he ended the season with 
two really good performances. So it's like, how much do you believe in those two performances? Um, yeah, it's it, it's a big question for for Alan, but um, yeah, I've done another big one in week eighteen as well. You know, and it's saying uh, I'm, I'm, you know, they're going to have to lean on him. You would think in Buffalo this week, so that's uh, they're still playing, so he's still got time to watch and see and see. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's look. I mean, we've got the entire off season. We need to sort of see what what's sort of going on there, and as well for Alan as well. I guess he's got a, another fourth round pick this year. So I, yeah. I think Alan, you know, perhaps not the sort of the season he would have wanted, but um, you know, there's 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 definitely potential for next season. You know, a oh, high draft pick and and sort of you know an extra fourth round pick is always a good thing to have. And it's just get, getting those we that just getting those you know that is when you're getting your starters and with sixteen teams in the league it does mm. start by the third or fourth round you know it's starting to get bare already a little bit you know so to be able to grab another one in there that's you getting another starter ready yeah it's as it, is, it makes yeah. it makes such a difference it can make such a difference and yeah. Graham our Graham now. Jeez, hello. I mean, he's tra- he traded out everything and he was still scoring very well. Although, I mean, he scored enough points to, to win the title this week, but he's not scored enough to win 13. Yeah, I mean, well, I, th- I think actually, I think I sort of sent in a question to, to one of the previous podcasts about would you rather have, you know, a, a higher pick at the start of the draft or would you rather have more picks sort of in those rounds, sort of three to six? And I think this is why I would, pro- you know, I mean, he's, he's, I don't know if he, if he keeps anyone there, probably not. Um, you know, I, you're not going to use, you know, really high value pick on the Zemir White or Zay Flowers or, Absolutely or, or you know, so I think you sort of start again there. And I he's think that by sort of, by, by sort of coming one place further down the pecking order, you know, um, He's 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 going to have such a good squad next season. Uh, I I don't think that sort of finishing sixth rather than fifth is is going to sort of upset him too much. No, no, I don't think so. It makes no difference to him now. That's uh, he's got all his picks. I mean, what's he got? Two third rounds, two fourth rounds, three fifth rounds. I no, mean, four fifth rounds. He's got four fifth round four picks. Fifth round picks. I mean, it's yeah. just ridiculous. As you say, he's, he's he picks in the eighth round, and after the eighth round, his next picks the fourteenth, the last round. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's looking good for Graham. Graham's got to be uh, looking good, you know, and he, he he must be excited about it. But he'll be bricking himself as well because that's him in the hot seat. You know, I mean, and no matter what you say, I don't care what you say. I felt the hot seat when I done it. You know, you felt the hot seat when you done it. Grotty's felt the hot seat this year, and Graham Purvis is in the hot seat. What can he do with it? Well, yeah, I mean, this uh, Graham is typically, I think, pretty, pretty, pretty sharp with sort of drafting and stuff. I mean, I, I can't recall. Uh, I'm just going to bring his team up, sort of, for, you know, like his, his sort of draft recap. But I, I, I think you'll do well. But again, that there is that sort of challenge of who do you actually sort of. I think he he didn't really hit on his keepers this year, and even some of the guys that he sort of brought in, you know, through the draft, it, it, it hasn't been his best year. No. But to be fair, he's absolutely maximised the return that he's got on on sort of the players that he has. So he's going to be dangerous yeah. next season. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm very keen to see how he uses that. 
Me too. I've got to say, I'm uh, I'm exceedingly excited to see how he, he uses it and uh, and how he gets on with it because it is a hard, hard thing to have, and I don't think anyone's ever actually went on and won the title from the kind of hot seat of having all the early picks, you know, something inevitably goes wrong along the way and it, and it puts a kibosh on it. So mm. we'll, we'll see how Graham gets on with it. I mean, yeah, th- I have sort of thought there is probably another way of how you could sort of utilise all of that sort of draft capital. I'm not sure if I necessarily want to share it because I want to keep it for myself if ever I get into that position again. But, I mean... But I mean, yeah, one thing I would be tempted to do would be to sort of draft some, you know, some, some obviously some really good players, but then perhaps sort of package a a couple of good players together for someone like a McCaffrey, you know, like genuine sort of like game breaking, you know, like sort of match winners. Yeah. Um, who it's, it, it all, it almost sort of like gives you a bit more sort of star power, a bit more sort of like individual high scorers. And it sort of removes some of the the the, sort of the challenge of who am I going to pick here? But yeah. obviously you can only do that once you've made your picks. And then you need to find someone who's going to be prepared to sort of take well, them on. So it's it, it's a it's an interesting position to be in. I hear you know, yeah, you kind of you, you try and find someone who's maybe not totally enamoured with their draft, but they've got the two big keepers and they think, oh, do you know, I could do with more strength. Mm. Than than the than the than the the star quality type thing, you know, which a lot of teams do end up in the position of it's finding the right one and make and making the right offer, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, exactly. yeah. I hear your strategy. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a bad one at all. It has to be said. Yeah, I should have probably kept that up my sleeve, but never mind. Hopefully, I'll never need to use it again. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you'll never be in a position. Yeah, and then uh, fi- finally we had the fifteenth place game. You know, uh, Graham Frats Flying Eagles. Uh, beat by Chris and his Bluetooth Patriots. And, you know, Chris was dreadfully unlucky again this year. Uh, you know, he lost, you know, he was going really well and then he lost Richardson and he lost someone else. He lost Ed Jefferson as well for so, so long, you know. And it yeah. derailed him. It, it cost him his season. Yeah, it because uh, I always think that, um, I, I always think that Christopher Again, is another one who sort of always builds a pretty good team. I mean, you look at you look at the team there, and you know you see. I mean, Tony Pollard was was you know besides Christian Watson was his worst performer, and yet um, you know I mean that's that's a guy who you, you might have. I mean, on another team, I don't. I think there's other players on this on this team that I would pick as keepers ahead of him. But I think on other teams, he would be a, a potential keeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you, you've got, as you say, you mentioned Jefferson. I really like Sam Laporte, and I sort of wonder if he actually could get into the keeper discussion again because tight ends are so difficult to sort of find. And he finished the season as the number one tight end. Um, and, and to say, but uh, you know, as a rookie tight end as well, rookies don't do the tight ends don't do well as rookies. They have to grow in, and he has bust out on the scene. Surely the only way is up for him now. I mean, you would, you would have to think so. Uh, I mean, if if I was in that position, I would seriously be considering keeping Jefferson and Laporta, and. Obviously, that that team. I mean, that team's obviously going to be broken apart now because it's the end of the season. But he has sort of picked up, you know, good guys as well. I mean, Nico Collins, um, 
uh, and, and and Jerome Ford, you know, I, I almost can't believe that that Chris is in this. Is, is it? You know, when you look at that sort of starting lineup again, it's another one where you almost can't believe like how you in the sort of consolation playoffs. Uh, and again, it's just because yeah. the league's been so, Injuries, so so strong this season, and and injuries. And they, get, yeah, get, they, get, they get murdered at the wrong times, you know. Eh, with Jefferson, yeah. Collins missed a lot of time. You know, Watson's hardly ever played, and the other keeper option that he's got as well, and and as the only Indianapolis Colt in the room, is Richardson not a keeper option? I mean, he when he was playing, he he showed decency through the air, and he has the legs. Yeah, I guess the sample size is pro- is perhaps too small. I mean, you you've got four games there to assess on that, and I mean, you know, his, his first two games he scored, uh, you know, just just shy of nineteen and just shy of eighteen. Then he had a thirty, you know, nearly thirty-two points. But I mean, that's that's yeah, it, it would be a it would be a big gamble to be honest I, to, to to go with Richardson. I, I could see why. I can see the temptation. Because if he is, I mean, he could be Lamar-esque, but he could also just get, you know, he could just go a bit, he could just get clobbered out of the league again yeah. or something. Of course, you, you just it, don't know. He's shown a little bit of glass, hasn't he, in the sense that he's, you know, played four games, got, I mean, I know it was a bad tackle and all, but, you know, out for the season, gone, you know, and it's, yeah. it shows a bad precedent. Yeah, it, it it does, and it's a risk. Say, yeah, it's 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 a big risk, and at that position in the draft, uh, as I sort of think, obviously Jefferson will be sort of first keeper. I mean, that's that's just it's hundred that, percent. That, that's that's guaranteed. I mean, that's yeah. arguably the 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 surest certainty in in the draft. Um, yeah. And then after that, I mean, do you think that there's twenty? You know, do you think that someone like Richardson will still be? A player of that caliber would still be around. I, I would say there probably might be. As I say, Laporte is the one who interests me quite a lot. I'm not sure. Yeah. It, it would be a big swing to sort of keep him, but I also could see the uh, that would be one that I would actually more consider than Richardson. I, I mean, I could see Laporte. I could see Laporte going quite early as well. I, you know, with, with the importance of the possession as well, I, I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. So, and it's uh, you know, and there are going to be some real big players in the pot, but. Yeah, I, I would be. I'm the same as you, and it's not the first round you're looking at because Jefferson's your number one, your first round yeah. pick. It's the second round. Is he still going to be there when it gets to you in the second round? Yeah, I mean the the other one as well is is Tony Pollard, but again, this is another one where well, I mean we're, we're talking about this now, but there's the entire off season to go. Correct. Tony Pollard that, for a lot of this season was was you know without scoring necessarily touchdowns, he was effective. Um, he, he, but it wasn't he, that top back. Everyone thought it was. I mean, he, he's had his points and he's done okay. But as you say, he's done okay. He's not knocked out the park like he was really expected to do this year. Yeah, I mean, he, he finished fourteenth um, for, for running backs. Is that keeper figures? Guy, it's yeah. you know, it's it's it it, it would be a, you know, I, I could understand the logic for that one as well. But it would be a bit of a gamble. So he, he might be. He might just want to sort of. Keep that second, uh, keep a slot, and see what, and you know, roll the dice, see what's there. Because again, there's going to be a lot of good players. Be a lot of good things there, and as I say, I think most, most, a lot of teams, he certainly a lot of teams in the back end of the first round, 
I've got someone to keep, you know. It's, uh, I think maybe Mark might be the only one that will chuck it in and start again. I think everybody, and Mark might not even do it because he's got the likes of Kelsey, and if Kelsey's coming back and he's looking, you know, okay. Um, oh, no, he doesn't. Doug's got no, Kelsey, doesn't yeah. he? He'll tear them back up again. But, yeah, so Mark might be the one that chucks it and starts again. But other than that, I think everybody else will be keeping at least one in the back end, and I think quite a few in the, the front end will be uh, keeping as well. So, I do think kind of the second round there'll be a lot of good players still sitting there. And of course, we've got all the rookies as well that will be coming out of the draft that people will be clambering over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think, I mean, yeah, I, I think Mark, uh, I, I don't know, I think he, I think he'd probably keep Bijan Robinson, but. Well, Bijan, yeah. of course, he's got Bijan, yeah. yeah, that's a keeper, um, yeah, okay, there but, you go. So no yeah. one in the back end is going to be keeping. I, 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 yeah, I think I, I think if you're in the second half of the draft, I think it's always uh, my my way of looking at it is sort of just see if there's someone that you maybe think, am I going to do better than that if I'm still there? Possibly, but yeah, I think usually if you've if you've got into the if you've got into the championship uh, sort of bracket, then you've got the odds are you've probably got someone who's worthy of keeping. Absolutely, that's it's all, always uh, tend to be the way, you know, and it's uh, mm. and often you've got a lot of choices to make, as you know, as a few do, you know, the, and in that sense as well, the likes of Grote's team's got to get broke up, you know, Michael's team's got to get broke up, my team's got to get broke up, you know, with the, with the four backs there that are, uh, that you know, and I don't see any of them not coming back type thing, you know, so yeah, there's always players sitting there in the second round and it will be interesting, I can't, I can't wait to see what can everyone plans to do with their keepers and see how it goes because um, it, it, it'll be uh, it'll be very interesting to see and there's always someone that keeps someone that you go, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, speaking of speaking of your game, I mean, it, it was it was two sort of big scoring teams. I think we knew that both of those teams had enough sort of star power talent to sort of put up some big numbers. I think the absence of Jacobs was a bit of a killer for you because I think if if um, uh, if if I, I can never pronounce his surname. Is it Ak Ak Akin? Yeah. A-Chain, a- I think he wants... A- a- okay, A-Chain, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I mean, if, if he if he had have started, the result would have been different. But obviously, I mean, Josh Jacobs is Josh Jacobs. He's only one year off from, you know, sort of uh, from winning the Russian title. Um, yeah. bit, bit, bit of a killer for you that he sort of didn't didn't play because, um, I mean, yeah, but, it, it has made a difference. And, and I'm not even being funny. For the second year in a row, Barkley disappeared in the playoffs. He'd done the same last year, Sean, after doing so well to get me into them. He then bogged off, disappeared off the face of the planet, and he's done the same to me again this year. To that ilk, I don't think I'm going to keep him. I don't care where he is next year. Wow, that's... Uh, so, I mean, are, are you going to reveal who, who you are leaning towards keeping? I am leaning towards keeping uh, a I think he's going to be uh, a superstar. I, I, I just think he's if he can stay fit, the, the pace that he has is just it's deadly from that position. So um, I will be keeping him. If, you know, obviously Miami are looking like he's going to be part of the a big part of the offense, etc. And yeah. uh, Taylor is going to be mother one, no doubt, because uh, I think JT's going to be back to being mm. JT again next year from the get go this time. I, I I think I, I mean I can certainly understand that. I think 
I think Barkley would be one that I would sort of yeah consider keeping as well. But I can understand why. I can understand your frustration with that. So yeah, um, he's, he's in the discussion. Don't get me wrong, as has Jacobs, obviously. Mm. It depends and, where they are. Yeah, and I mean, I was, I was, I said earlier that um, that actually the that the North almost certainly won't have four teams uh, back back in the playoffs again. But um, I, I must admit, uh, I thought you'd trade away more than you had. Uh, you've only given away one fifth round one pick. So, round pick. That was um, yeah, but, so but for the guy who cost me the title, according to Mister Baxter, I mean, I would you would have to go back and do the maths to find out yourself. I don't know because that's all a whole lot of work. But yes, he went back and done the maths, and apparently, if I had I not given up that fifth round pick, I would be champion right now. I mean, still finished with the best regular season record, um, top seed. So, yeah, uh, okay. yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess you must feel reasonably confident going in next season if you're able to keep, you know, Taylor and and A chain. Um, uh, I mean, if, 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 you know, as confident as as you can be, Sean, when you've never won a title and you've, you know, you've kind of not been past the quarter the, the quarter final in about what, five years or so. You know, so, I mean, as confident as you can be with those stats, you know, but yeah. not not having a fifth round pick's not killing me or anything like that. You know, that's fine. I can I can work around that. The majority of that team that I've got there, I've drafted this year, so I think I drafted that one quite well, and it just didn't. Getting yeah. over in the sense of they disappeared in playoff time. So yeah, I'm as confident as I can be. You know, I'll we'll go again next year. We all get excited before the draft. We get involved. We 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 all have our wee gems from down for down the bottom that we just you know don't mm. go yet, don't go yet. You wait, wait, yeah. and then you get them. And, and sometimes they work out, and sometimes they don't. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think Alan's another one who. Um... Also, yeah. sort of faces a, a big sort of decision on. He's got massive dilemma. I mean, because he's got genuinely, I would say, probably four. We could argue the toss about maybe even a fifth. Um, yeah, sort of I mean, if you want to chuck Makua in, then you've got to say five. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, the ones I'm sort of uh, the ones I was looking at are. Um, uh, I mean. Hall, Williams, Kamara, Williams. Lam. I mean, Lamb, Lamb, Hall, yeah, uh, Nakua, Williams, and, and Kamara. I mean, I, I like. Uh, there's, there's quite a lot of players on that team that I like, but yeah, I mean, Me he's got five there that sort of have like it's going to get potential. So this is what I mean about those teams who um, who don't sort of keep their second keeper, um, or even necessarily don't keep their first. I mean. There's going to be some good players up for grabs. Very much, and and that's before you talk about the rookies. That's just what's going to have to be dropped by people. You know that's that's going to be let go. It's uh, there's going to be some crazy talent in it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's like I almost can't really understand how you know these these two teams. When you look at the rosters, uh, we're in a sort of you know are in a battle for. Yeah, for well, like, yeah, not, not yeah, the title, really. Yeah, 7th, 8th round game. It's, yeah, uh, you know, you, any given Sunday in playoff football, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah, just, just. I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to keep on saying unlucky, but I mean, there is definitely an element of like, that's two teams that probably didn't really deserve to be to be playing for so little at this stage of the season after such good regular seasons. 
point point to this point to the sport or the game or the anything that that doesn't need a little bit of luck to win on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're playing, what you're doing. The wee rub of the green every now and then. You absolutely need it to become champion. And so let me just finish by saying, Sean, once again, congratulations. Fourth time champion. The target is very much painted on your back. We are all coming for you next year. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm not actually sure about my own keepers. Uh, there's, there's only one who's absolutely nailed on, but, um, but yeah, it, it's going to be hard next season. Uh, I didn't, I didn't expect to win this season, so I have given up with a little bit more than perhaps I realised that you've given up. So, um, but yeah, no, it, it, it's been a great season. I think just really fun. I mean, hopefully for everyone, but yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, hopefully I'll uh, get to keep um, keep the trophy, um, but we'll see. Well, we will see. And uh, let's not forget you weren't the North champion this year. Before we sign off, let me just say you weren't the North champion. I mean, just won the league instead. So I mean, I'm not as fussed to be, about that to be honest. But um, yeah. but he, here's my question for you. Then before before we head off, here's a question for you: uh, Who do you think is going to win the league next season? Um, who do you think is going to win the North next season? Because let's face it, we're both in it. Um, and also, I'm going to put you on the spot and say, who do you think is going to have the number one pick next season? I know it's really difficult when we have no idea who's going to pick where, but, uh, you know, what's going to happen after this draft of my next year's one, uh, well, you know, next season. But uh, I mean, yeah, winner, right. North winner and uh, a number one, number one pick holder. Right, okay. I think Graham's going to be the first one to do it from the hot seat because uh, he is going to study like hell this summer. <laughs> I, have no, I have no doubt. He was, he was annoyed that he went out so early this year. He's delighted with what he's got in return for it and he's coming back. He's going to bounce back to vengeance next year. And I think provided he gets doesn't have major injury issues, you know, then I think Graham is going to be the first one to do it from the hot seat. Mm. Um, who will win the North? I will win the North again, Sean. <laughs> I, will defend, I will defend the North, and then I will go into the uh, I will go into the quarterfinals, and it will be someone like you know Batman Boogie's <laughs> making a wee foray in that will uh, absolutely part me in the first round. So that's that's the North. And what, on who's going to who's going to be the number one pick? Who's I mean, this to- this is really hard because I mean it sort of depends on who's going to be sort of. Bad, it, but not absolutely terrible. It, and that's really hard. Well, you, you see, now the way I'm looking at that, the way I'm looking at that question is, I am looking for the person who is most likely to hoor it all in when it's not going well. You've given away quite a few shots, so I'm <laughs> sorry, right? <laughs> but given your already admitted lack of, it's all all or nothing. I think yeah. it's going to be you. Oh well, there you what go. A, what a vote of confidence! Well, 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 well. zero to zero. There you go. How is that? <laughs> and the reason being, the reason being is because I think if you lose the first couple and you always play the North first, mm-hmm. so I'll beat you. Doug might beat you. Grotty might beat. You. <laughs> then when we go into the run, you know, if you lose another couple there, you might just turn around and go. Do you know what? Let's see what we can do next year and start the fire sale. So that's why I'm going to say that it'll be you. Hmm. 
that's interesting. I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious. I'm, I'm very curious to hear what what anyone else thinks. So uh, yeah, if there's any comments, um, yeah, stick them in the stick them in the WhatsApp group. But yeah, this this could be. I I, I can understand your logic there. Yeah. Thank I mean, you. Well, I, it, 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 don't think you're getting away with it. Where are you going with it? Who's champ? Who's North champ? And who's first pick? I mean, yeah, I, I can't look past. Graham, really. I mean that that is a proper a, a proper war chest that he's got there. Um, yeah, I mean it, 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 it. There's almost too much to fail in a way. Um, though Graham has an extra, you know, with the extra third round pick and you know and and three fifth round picks. Uh, yeah, I think Graham's could. I think all the focus will be on sort of hide and seek, but I think Fox Flying Eagles could actually sort of slip under the radar a little bit yeah. um, because they've still got quite a lot, but without yeah. without the sort of same pressure and without that same sort of it's level like, of oh my god, who am I actually going to pick this week? So mm-hmm. I think I think that one could be. I think in terms of who wins the North, uh, I mean I don't think it's going to be Doug. I think he's probably traded away. Maybe a little. T- I, I think, yeah, I think it probably actually is going to be you, isn't it? Um, yeah, you have all traded away quite a lot compared yeah, to Yeah, we've, we've, we've tried. I mean, yeah, I, I can't see it being me or Steven, so I think it's between you and Doug. I think Doug will push you pretty hard, though. And then in terms of who come, who's who's going to have the first overall pick? Um, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to sort of say... Uh, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not going to pick myself. I mean, God, I have a little. But you can hear my logic, and <laughs> yeah, I can hear your logic though. Um, I am tempted to say, Alan's Kirkwall Raiders. They're without a third round pick and a fifth round pick, and I could maybe see that being a, a one there as well, where they've sort of given that away. Um, it will be enough to win the play the consolations, but it will be just short of playoff stuff, is what you're but, saying. Well, because I, I, I think they'll have, uh, I, th- I think Alan's going to have a couple of really good keepers there because, as well. Yeah. You know, in, in Kyron Williams, uh, Bryce Hall, CD Lamb, uh, and Kua Kamara. I think if he does that well, um, he, he, who knows, he, he might make the, you know, championship playoff. But I think if he didn't make that with the keepers he's got, I would think he's got a pretty decent show actually. At, at, Getting number one, I think you. Yeah, I think he could be a threat next season. It just depends on how much, given how much draft capital he's already given away. Good answer, fair enough. And that's it. As long as you explain your logic, it's a logic behind that. <laughs> so thank well, you, yeah. thank you or, very or, much. Or, of course, or, it could be Stephen because I mean, you know, well, you know, it's yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, he's had his moment in the sun. It's time to go back to where gro- the grotty things again. Oh, yes, yes. Go, uh, staying very much in the long grass, yeah. I hear you. John, thank you very much for coming on, sir, and uh, doing this. And uh, congratulations on the title. We're all coming for you next year. So have a thank- good summer. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, yeah, um, looking forward to it all again next season. And, uh, yeah, I will try and uh, outrun your collective sniper rifles. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Johnny, thank you very much, sir.